your Locked On Golden Knights, your daily podcast on the Vegas Golden Knights, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Logan Thompson and special teams shine in Chicago in a 4-1 VGK win last night. The Islanders will be visiting T-Mobile on Saturday night. Guess what? Tail end of a back-to-back. So fixed. So rigged. And we have our WT... Oh, my goodness. He's got a scarf on. We have a WTF feature today. It's What the Friday time right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Hi again, everyone. Tony Cardasco along with Chris Golick from Las Vegas. Lockdown Golden Knights. You can find us on Twitter at Lockdown VGK, at Tony Dasco, at TD Chris G. And of course, our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. It's a great holiday present on YouTube. Just go to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe, leave some comments. Love so it. It's a present for the people to see our ugly mugs this early in the morning or what? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So. Bring us up to speed on this scarf here, USA. They give you <laughs> so, one as a media gift? Is that a media gift? No, no, definitely not a media gift. It, kind of for me, but not necessarily. So my my good friends who sit behind me, uh, Kevin Christie and T-Mobile, um, they sent me a, a text. or They saw me walking by, first of all. So we said hi downstairs at the, at the USA-Canada game last night. And I got a text. I got a scarf for you. And so I go down and I say hello to him during uh, the warmups and stuff. And the scarf was a response to you wearing the scarf. So they watch the show all the time. And uh, <laughs> so they got me a scarf to counter your your fashion. So there we go. So thank you. <laughs> We're going to be trendsetters. Everyone's going to have scarves now all over the place. Uh, tell us a little bit about the game. Let's jump into that last night. Okay. And um, yeah, I had some magic last night with the Kessels, right? Give me it, some It props. was. Please. It was all about family and siblings and and family representing last night. So you have Amanda Kessel opens the scoring for Team USA last night. And right as it's happening, um, I got Steve uh, Steve Marsh, I believe, to my right, a great AHL uh, uh, reporter and does all the VGK as well. Been a lot of fun just sitting next to him. And he picks up his phone and says, wait, Phil Kessel just scored. Like the notification just popped up that Kessel had scored. So... We think the real-time scoring between Amanda and Phil Kessel was less than 60 seconds last night. It was pretty remarkable. I mean, just thinking about those two players, two huge stages, and, you know, brother and sister, and, and it's just, it was absolutely remarkable. And I was able to ask Amanda about it after the game, and her biggest concern was who goals, whose goal was better because she hadn't had a chance to see it yet. It was it was kind of funny, so it was a, a like a media scrum after the game for each player. It wasn't like a more of a traditional post game, just kind of jump in and get your questions. And I'm, I'm still the new guy around. So I, I try and tread carefully, but I'm getting a little more aggressive in my ways. So Amanda comes out and it's kind of quiet for a second. So I jump right in. I, I go right after, Hey, anyone told you the news yet? And then that's when the, the conversation started. And then afterwards, all the other uh, media people like, Oh, you got to it first. You got to it first. I'm like, you guys had your chance. <laughs> Yeah, that's um, great though but no it was so amanda locks, locks of the night yeah no that Come was on, good man. so amanda and phil both score and right. then you have uh hillary knight i believe last name is knight for team usa yeah, scores. Yeah, yeah. so hillary knight. we get a knight and a kessel scoring in vegas how cool is that and then sarah nurse and she was actually wonderful to speak to uh team canada um she actually scores the winning goal and her 
cousin, uh, Darnell Nurse, plays for the Edmonton Oilers. So we, we got to hit on that a little bit as well. And uh, the interviews with Amanda and Sarah are both on our YouTube. They're a little bit longer, so I had to put it on YouTube and then link it down to, to our Twitter. And then I also had a, a Coach Rabluski for Team USA. We actually had a pretty – about a five-minute up and back pretty much, and he was just a gem to talk to. Um, Learn about a little bit about the perspective and how competitive he's taking these games. So I felt practice was competitive on Wednesday when I was there and that they were really, you know, pushing hard to win that game. And he led us into the fact that it's more about getting the players ready and learning their process, because obviously these are exhibition games. They mean nothing in the grand scheme of things besides, uh, you know, promotion for and everything, which isn't meaning nothing, but I just mean as far as like medal chasing and a world championship, this is simply practice, call it what it is. And coach alluded to the fact that it's about preparing the players for, you know, there's nine new players in the system. They have to learn the system. We hear all about that. And so I asked about the balance of competing versus learning. And it was a lot of fun. I'll get that up on our YouTube later today and I'll link it out when we have it. A lot of fun last night. Great crowd. Very, very good crowd. Very engaged crowd. And just a lot of fun, a real special night. All the players were an absolute gem to talk to and interact with. Shout out to the US Team USA staff for taking care of us and making sure we had all the knowledge and uh, tools we needed to have a good time last night. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we're delaying the process, if you will, about talking about last night's game because, quite honestly, there was really not much to see here. Uh, so Riley Smith. Or commercials. Couple, <laughs> we'll get into that, too. <laughs> Riley Smith. A couple of goals, one shorthanded, the other one, the empty netter, but he earned the empty netter because he had a skate pass, a defender, and all that. Uh, let's talk about the impact of Riley Smith on his team, who oftentimes, I believe, goes unnoticed with this team. He really does. He's like an unsung hero, I believe, with a VGK, and he just keeps producing every night. He's up to 14 goals now on the season. We talked about him a number of times, and – Riley Smith, if it wasn't for that, that celebrity softball game that he puts together, he'd be completely unnoticed. But that's not a bad thing. He is a much more business-first mentality, it seems like. You're not going to see a whole lot of him in the media scrums. You're not going to get that crazy sound bite out of him. And he goes to work, he does his job, and he does it pretty good. He does it really well. And that's the biggest thing about Riley Smith. He just He shows up, he works hard. And he produces, and I'm curious, I'll, I'll look uh, uh, when you start chatting in a second, but I'm curious where he stands as far as career points goes, as far as like um, his personal single season records. That's what I was trying to get to. It seems like he is scoring more. And that power kill from day one, I mean, I know you got your, your perspectives about William Carlson at times, but there is no denying that Riley Smith and William Carlson are absolutely fantastic penalty killers together. When they are on the ice, Carlson uh, gets a mini breakaway, gets it to Riley Smith, Riley Smith in one time shorty. And then, like you said, the, the empty there at the end of the game. But there, there is something special when they are out there on the kill. And Cassidy actually talked about that before the game. I watched his media availability, and he said they like to be aggressive on the kill and stuff and uh, earned, uh, earned a shorty last night. The blokes from uh, over across the pond gave me a hard time because I say Bournemouth, like, you know, some – guy from is that US. how you're supposed to say it or what is it i think it's bournemouth bournemouth yeah it's like bournemouth. one silk so, okay. yeah just not someone's born gonna, someone's to tell us how this works yeah we're getting there uh a lot of puck watching for chicago the first goal uh well first of all that carlson pass you know cross ice on the shorty uh there the goal by riley smith everyone 
<laughs> is over on the left side and they're just and then Carlson gets wide open Smith. Yeah, we saw that that happened uh it was so bad. Philly. The Philly game, right? Was it the Philly yeah, game that yeah, happened it, too? It, it was the and then the other goal, the the first goal, the Chandler Stevenson goal, everyone goes to the left and then they just Chandler's just standing there on the right side. This team's throwing games. It's the They're system. Games, man. It's the it's system. system. Uh, Chicago did try to dirty up this game last night. Uh, they started to hit VGK at times, and Chicago. God love them. Uh, the Chicago team uh, broadcast team was just trying to incite, you know, a fight or a riot there. But Paul Cotter got knocked senseless. It was one of those. I've seen that. Let me see if I can get it. It was one of those hits like uh, Ryan Reeves had the. The other night, it was the hit by uh, Jared Tenorti. Jared Tenorti, I don't know if you knew this or not, he played in the game last night with 75 stitches in That's his it? chin. That's it? Seventy. He got hit with a skate, a skate to the chin, and he came back and played the next night. So what? He's and a he hockey just, player. That's not exciting. He's a hockey player, started, Tony. But he started smashing He's not LeBron everyone. James who gets carried off the court because he has a hangnail. Right but he just started smashing everyone. So that was really insane. And then, um, yeah, there was the the goal uh, scored by Kessel. That all began with a nice hard check and a finish by McNabb, who, you know, we were just talking about the other day about his value to this team at times. And the only goal was uh, the Taylor Radish um, goal in the third period when Chicago had quite a push going and I thought for a while, and again, LT saves the day with some spectacular saves in the game. Uh, but that third period, too, very, very odd because there were no media breaks. I kept going, I'm going to get up and get something else to drink. And I just watching and watching. And I, I was like, wow, this is fast moving. And then they mentioned it on the broadcast, on the Chicago broadcast. They're like, we haven't had any breaks. They just kept skating. There were no face-offs, I don't think. I, I, there were no icing calls. Beer league, there it's were my no kind penalties. of game right there. That's my kind. Wave wave off every icing. Wave off every offside. It's but there late. Even, you want to get out of there. Close. Wave it, it off. Wave close. it off. Wave everything. These, <laughs> it wasn't even close. They used to have waving Wendell Kim in, uh, in Chicago as the Cubs' third base coach, and they would joke that he waves everyone coming around second base. Doesn't matter the situation. So maybe that's what the refs were doing. They they had maybe like a like a 10, 15 flight to catch. They had to jump on the the blue line to get back to O'Hare or something like that. No, I uh, think BGK wanted to get out because it's rigged. Fair enough. Uh, Riley Smith, though, looking up some stats. So Riley Smith was one of the players that I believe we highlighted when we were talking about ways VGK needed to replace scoring. Max Patch ready and Dede- and Evgeny Dedenov gone. That's an average of 50 goals a year in the both in their recent spots of their career. Dodonoff was a 20-goal scorer multiple times. Patch Ready, you can slate for 30 goals, depending health pending. So the area of opportunity when those two were gone was 50 goals. And Riley Smith was one of the players that we highlighted. And Riley Smith right now, 32 games played. He's 14 and 8. So more goals than assists, which is that's odd by itself. That 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 stands out to me. Uh most other seasons in his career. Not necessarily a two to one margin, but you know, 22 and 38, 19 and 34. One season he goes 27 and 27. But point being is he is on pace for a career high in goals. His career high in goals was 1920 with the BGK, 71 games played, 27 goals. Right now we're at 32 games played and 14 goals. 
health obviously pending, he should be a 30 goal scorer this year. And we'll see where the assists line up. Um, going back to the Paul Carr hit, I did just catch that while, uh, while you were chatting a little bit ago and yeah, you're right. And it's the same, same thing. Keep your head up. It doesn't matter if you're a mites, a squirts, a 14 double a tournament player where the, the checking starts, at least here in Nevada, or in high school and anything else, you got to keep your head up. And Paul Cotter was skiing recklessly into traffic with his head down and he learned a lesson and it's unfortunate and upper body. Obviously it's, I mean, I say obvious, like I know I don't, but it feels like your shoulder concussion, you know, the shoulder, I think while it was happening. Okay, good. I mean, well, good, maybe not good. I don't know. Um, But hopefully nothing's broken. Hopefully nothing's sprained. Hopefully we'll see him. Yeah. He didn't come back. No, mm-mm, did not come no. back, which is a concern. Uh, that's what uh, Cassidy's allu- alluded to in his pressure last night. So, you know, more more opportunity for uh, for uh, for Team Henderson to, to showcase. And we were talking about this last night, actually, me and Stephen. Um, so we were talking about the last time him and I actually covered an AHL game together, and it was unfortunately when they when the Silver Knights lost seven to nothing. Right now, I think they are either four zero and one or five zero and one in their last six games. So the Silver stay Knights, away, stay away. Don't right, go. exactly. The Silver Knights are starting to figure things out down there. But you look at what's happening. We were talking about Coach Viveros and his passion for that team, and now he's starting to. We're starting to see the fruits of his success because all the Silver Knights, recent and on this roster now, I say recent, like Paul Cotter, Logan Thompson, and then other people stepping up right now. Miramanov, another he gets on the board again last night's. Um, that he should got credit for that for that Kessel goal. Kessel barely touched that thing, but that's okay. Um, <clears throat> but you know, shout out to Vivros and how he has the Silver Knights playing extremely well last night, minus so many of their reinforcements. And major shout out to the contributions we're getting at the national level from uh, players from last year's roster and this year's roster stepping up. So our depth is being tested right now, and as long as we play road games, we'll be fun. Carlson and Marcheseau each had two assists. Oh, here's a strange number for you. Chicago now, they trailed one to nothing in that fa- uh, first period of play. They are now, Chris, they've got a minus 32 goal differential in the first period. That's not even possible. I mean, listen, they're, they, they got the memo. You know, they were around 500 for a while. Everyone's like, hey, these guys ain't so bad. You know, they got some new names down there, and maybe they're going to be able to tread water for a while and then you know someone said you know i don't know if it's rocky warts or who it was but um hey guys this isn't necessarily the plan this year we made we traded some of our talent away for you know that that counter bedard dude so we gotta we gotta we gotta fix this and they they've they have successfully fixed things as they're one of the the bottom teams in the nhl right now it's painful for me to see obviously uh my second allegiance is still always going to be for the blackhawks and i'm still just dying to make it back home for a game that's been way 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 too long since i got to experience I hope I hope uh, y'all listened to me last night. By the way, I hope you were on the broadcast early and got to experience the national anthem. Jim Cornelius and uh, absolutely phenomenal. I was at an establishment where the sound was not, but uh, I know they showed it on the broadcast, and that gave me goosebumps watching that again. And you know, so much, so much fun. I love when they're showing Chicago and stuff, and saw the MJ statue outside before the game and everything. And you know, it's uh, if you ever go to Chicago, folks, go to United Center, catch a game, amazing experience, and. Also, it'll kind of show you what a more traditional setting is like. We don't have an organ here in Las Vegas, although they tried. They tried for a little while. When? They did. Season two. It was your season two or season three. 
for the first, I want to say, seven or eight games. I don't remember that I gave a what the Friday for it, honestly. I did okay. a what the Friday then, for it once. <laughs> we'll get into that. Well, no, we could get back into that later. But I was watching last night. I love the traditional organ. And they did uh, a Frank good job Pelicano, of Unless he retired, it's Frank Pelicano. He's been okay. doing that forever. I don't know if it's still him. I want to look it up. I'm curious. Okay. But they blended, they blended the DJ and the organ. And we could get into WTF later. But, yeah, that was, like, a pretty cool environment there. Coming up next, uh, we've got the Islanders visiting the Fortress on Saturday night, tail end of a stinking back-to-back. We'll get into that. Locked on Golden Knights. They're still going to lose. Who cares? If you are hanging out with some of your friends and putting back a few drinks, if you become a few too many, as the evening comes to an end and people start to head out, you think of calling for a ride. Nah, you just live right down the street. You live nearby. You can make it home okay. It is really no big deal. What are the odds that you'll get pulled over anyway? And even so, what is the worst that could happen to you? Uh, could you perhaps uh, cause an accident? Could something bad happen? Uh, what could the worst thing ha- that be that could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license. You lose your job. You total your car. You kill someone. Ah, Okay, so everyone knows about the risks of driving drunk. And the results are tragic, especially now around the holiday time. Please be careful out there. I don't want to play dodgeball with all these cars late at night. Uh, This is why police officers are out there currently. They are right now looking for impaired drivers everywhere on our roads. They want to save lives. So if you think that you're okay to drive after a few drinks, then think again. Please play it safe. Plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights. Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. And we appreciate you making us your first listen each and every day. Now go to our YouTube channel. Please subscribe and make that your first view of the day. Weekend plans for Chris and family. Islander game? Yeah, definitely the Islander game. Um, I don't think we're doing Henderson tonight or tomorrow. It's just too much and we got some friends coming over tonight and then tomorrow the kids have plans in the afternoon which is a godsend i don't want to do the, the double headers are tough like <clears throat> the first time i did one of the double headers okay this is cool right but it was also going from orleans to t-mobile right down tropicana or take one of the back ways and which is actually better so you can get in the new york new york garage or aria garage that wasn't too bad um, for whatever reason, the Golden Knights thought it'd be a great idea to schedule a doubleheader on Black Friday, if you remember that. Who who doesn't love driving from Henderson at 2.30 in the afternoon to T-Mobile to catch a 3 o'clock game? Like, I just, I don't didn't understand, or 4 o'clock, whatever time it was, it was when they played Anaheim. And my son actually got sick of that game, unfortunately, now I think about it, but probably too many M&Ms, and we actually... I got, I got in trouble by the wife. We we did we did uh, McDonald's for breakfast, you know, just biscuits and pancakes, no big deal. And then we did McDonald's for for lunch. I, I got in trouble for that one. It's probably why my son got sick. Um, but again, who doesn't love driving across, uh, you know, from Henderson to the Strip that fast? And then at least Saturday's game, it's on a Saturday afternoon where traffic won't be as bad. Although you got the bowl game early Saturday morning, right? Eleven thirty kickoff. Yeah, eleven thirty. So that's and, that, that's and tune uh, in. Tune in if you're in Las Vegas or anywhere on the globe, on the planet, during the pregame show. Uh, We'll be on from 10 to 1130 KXNT radio here, 840 a.m. in Las Vegas and everywhere around the globe on the Odyssey app. Nice. That'd be be a good time. I I haven't. 
I've only caught a, a UNLV football game there. I haven't caught any big ball games or even a Raiders game yet. One of these days, I'll uh, I'll make it over there for one of those. Uh, but I got the yeah. Raiders on Sunday too, back to back. I'm going back. Yeah, to back. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, you're 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 taking my what the Friday there, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, okay. I just kind of hit me there, but uh, yeah. The, as far as hockey, the only hockey thing is uh, this Saturday we're doing the Islanders, and then we're actually I'm going to try and cover Mondays and Wednesdays VGK games next week as well. Uh, Buffalo Monday, Arizona Wednesday. Yeah, Monday's oh. going to be a fun affair. Uh, yeah, course. definitely. And I'm and and I, I like Arizona. I hope I'm I'm by the TV announcers again. Those guys were were, were great. The Arizona people. We were kind of having fun during the breaks and stuff like that. So hopefully I can see those gentlemen again, and uh, it'll be a fun week of hockey. Then St. Louis on Friday next week, and then VGK doesn't come back home until New Year's Eve, noon Year's Eve. We're again reverse retro jerseys, and it'll be it'll be a party on the strip Saturday morning. It'll be great. Okay, so we've got the auditors come calling on Saturday night. They come to T-Mobile. Hey, where's Gil? Shout, shout out to Gil. Yeah, so so Gil did actually, uh, he gave me an injury update on Twitter. Uh, okay. Gil Martin, our good friend. With, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, the Islanders, he's the best. And uh, so uh, they, the Islanders play in that tough metropolitan division. They're nine points currently behind the Devils. Lane Lambert is the new coach. He was the associate head coach under Barry Trotz. Uh, they're just trying to figure out some things. Uh, one of the key players, Matt Barzell, took a long time to get started. He has just three goals, but he also has 27 assists, and they want him to score more. But, I mean, he's doing it, you know, as a team player. So uh, I think he started off very slow and had might have had his first goal sometime uh, in November. The power play is something that they've been focusing a lot on. Uh, they have scored seven of the last team, uh, 10 games, uh, but they're 0-6 uh, the last two games are the Islanders. Uh, let's talk about this team. Uh, again, tail end of a back-to-back. They play in Arizona tonight. And then, come on, though. You have to – this this is kind of foul that they just keep the scheduling. But VGK just... isn't getting – they're not getting full travel days either, though. They're not getting the days off when they when they travel and stuff. Like, it's – VGK plays in Chicago on Thursday. <clears throat> they travel they're either tr- either left last night or this morning. But point being is there's not that extra day built in there. So, I mean, it, the schedule is starting to even out a little bit more. Would you rather get someone on the back-to-back or have that travel day? Obviously, I think I'd, I'll, I'll take the back-to-back. Don't get me wrong one bit, but it's starting to even out a little bit. A no, little it's bit. not because VGK plays just eight back-to-backs this season, and most teams have 12 and 14 back-to-back. Come on, man. Okay, no, that's, that's like that that that's a fair. I, I'm not, just gonna, not I even fair. That. Okay, uh, Gil Martin gave us an injury update for the game on Saturday night. Uh, he said that their day to day, Kyle Palmieri and uh, Anthony Bolivier, uh, they're on the road with the team and expected perhaps to play one or both, at, uh, maybe tonight uh, in the game in Arizona. So they're uh, important uh, pieces to this team, especially. Paul Mary on on the power play. He's very important uh, for the Islanders. Of course, no doubt. Just kind of going up and down, looking at points and stuff. Barzal's got, <clears throat> wow, three goals, 27 assists for Barzal. So definitely a slow start scoring, as uh, as Gil said. Uh, Brock Nelson's got 30 points right now. Uh, goaltenders, you got Sorokin and Varlamov. Varlamov, someone we were talking about a long time, possibly coming here and uh, replacing Leonard and, and that whole situation. And, uh, I mean, thankfully, uh, we didn't have to get Varlamov in his salary because things obviously are working with Logan as a starter. And Aiden Hill seems to be uh, 
turning a bit of a corner as far as his last couple of starts go. So hopefully, uh, gosh, we got a Saturday game. Who's is a, uh, is this where Logan Thompson finally gets the Saturday starts? Uh, I, I would assume so. Uh, you never know. Uh, going up and back, looking at some of the maybe younger players here that I see Clutterbucks only got five Bolivia 11. So I mean, not, not, not a lot of, <clears throat> pardon me, not a lot of uh, other people. Zach Parise is still in the league. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 14 points. He is just, he is all <laughs> over the place, right? He is just, he, for the love of the game, I guess, right. For the love of the game uh, standings watch, I believe they were second place in the insert sponsor name Metro. Tony, who's the sponsor? Do we have a sponsor? For the um, Metro? Visa. Discover I card? I don't know. It was Discover Visa. Card. Na- name a random credit card. Uh, overall in the league, as my son would like to quiz me, 13th overall. And I think in the division, they were second in the Metro. So, I mean, if you can get a top two spot in the Metro when the dust settles, that's a pretty good showing because that Metro is always going to be extremely – another oh, no, fifth overall in the Metro. I'm sorry. What, what did I see earlier? Maybe in the wild card there. That's why I saw their wild card too. I thought I read them as being second. Okay. So, you know, yeah. they're, <clears throat> they're hanging out and they're going to try and turn things on, obviously. And this is uh, the spot where Boston went to Arizona and then they come to Vegas. Uh, in this case, you have a back to back scenario, but Boston was in Arizona on that Friday, uh, last Friday, I believe, a week ago, Friday, we could go from tonight's. And they dropped the game against Arizona because they're looking ahead to uh, Vegas. Now, obviously, the Islanders don't have the same. They're not circling Vegas on the calendar besides the fact that it's Vegas. Um, So I don't know if you have a trap game scenario tonight for for the Islanders. But tomorrow's game might be muddy, right? You're going to have the Islanders who they'll probably pardon me. They'll have an early push. That's what always happens on these back to backs. And then fatigue sets in. VGK is. I hate to say it in a way, hot garbage at home, unfortunately, right now. Hopefully uh, that changes, and that could make for a very interesting first period and, and game overall. Last season was really rough for the Islanders. Uh, they Remember, they had to start on the road because they were still building their arena, and then they had several bouts with COVID, and so they're finally, hopefully, you know, just getting in some sort of a routine and, and a rhythm there. Uh, I did want to clarify something. Uh, I am the only person – that is against Vegas Bjorn. Okay, so someone, uh, our guy, uh, Gold Team Bad said, as I said, never seen anybody root against the VGK player more than locked on VGK. No, 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 it's me. Okay, I'm accountable. <laughs> you almost got the stop bubble there. That was close. That was close. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. Coming up next, uh, the much anticipated what the Friday and snot bubbles and much, much more right here on Lockdown Golden Knights. Welcome back to Lockdown Golden Knights, Tony Cardasco and Chris Golick from Las Vegas. We appreciate everyone tuning in, making us your first listen each and every day. Check out Lockdown Sports. That's available wherever you get your podcast. And of course, our YouTube ta- uh, channel. Please subscribe. So it is that time. It's that time for what the Friday. Do you want to go first? No, you got something queued up. You go right ahead. Uh, you got it queued up. I mean, so this is a big week there in the UK, of course. This is a big, big week in the UK. And uh, how do you wear these things during a show? I'm, I'm hot. I'm so hot. It's to too wearing. warm right now. So a big week in the UK. And one of the quotes that stood out, my good friend, jolly old. Lewis Combs, 
of the BBC, uh, who I've become, you know, we've become friends, buddies. Mates. Uh, mates. There. Is that Australian? Thank you, ma'am. Okay. So, no, no, no. It is mate. We say, oh, all right, okay. good day. Sort of good day, mate. No, it's cheerio, mate. Cheerio, mate. Okay. Bill Foley, in one of these clips, he tells Lewis Combs that he is a dictator. He says, I'm a dictator. I run the show. This is my show. He goes, there is nothing more limited than a limited partner with Bill Foley. He said that he runs the show, the dictator. I need to be the captain of the ship. WTF. WTF. This is how he runs his organizations. WTF. He's the captain of the ship. I like that. That's pretty cool. WTF, <laughs> though. A dictator. Why would you say that? Those people are running scared. They're running scared in the UK. Sometimes the you guys fans yeah, sometimes you send a message. Okay. So that's it. WTF. Um, I'll start a WTF for everything was great last night, but I wish there would have been more local exposure to the game. Um, we didn't have any of our traditional PA announcers running the game. And maybe U.S., maybe there's a, a, a traveling group that does this. We didn't get any of our local anthem singers. Um, and the person that did the anthems last night eh, might have missed a word or two in there. Um, you know, but I was really hoping to see, you know, Golden Pipes. Um, I don't know. It would have been nice to see. You had a, one of our in arena, um, a Jen, one of, the, one of the in arena hosts, but she wasn't that vocal we couldn't even get the goal horn last night's and you know for steve carp i was so hoping we would got the town crier last night to call one of those goals i was so hoping we would have had the town crier last night <laughs> is that, that the one awesome. person that despises the town crier more than no me? he loves he, he told me how much he loves the town crier <laughs> steve carp absolutely loves the town crier not as much as you do tony but um i, I cannot show you the text we exchanged <laughs> last night folks we get in a lot of trouble for that but you know point being is i would have liked to see a little more local flavor at the game last night it was nice. It was a great time, but you know, like at least give us the goal horn, right? At least give us the silver Knights goal horn for both teams, not just USA. Um, you know, we had a piped in horn and stuff like that. So there was some vanilla as far as, as far as the production goes. So I think uh, a little, a little polite, what the Friday for the USA Canadian rivals rivalry series for not giving a little more local flavor for uh, the Knights or- organization. Okay. Uh, I can't find, some of the WTFs on our stream there, because there's a lot of USA hockey stuff on there. But I know someone had pointed out about how annoying it is that we get blacked out on all of our games uh, here in Southern Nevada. And so, you you know what annoys me? So like on ESPN Plus, like we not only get blacked out of the VGK feed, but the visiting team feed as well. So we should not get blacked out of the visiting team feed. WTF, I agree with everyone out there. It's so frustrating to be able to find a game sometime on ESPN+. Plus. I mean, I'll, I'll tread carefully in my wording, but we've cut the cord here as a family when it comes to that sort of thing, and I'm, it's easier to find games now. And fair foul or otherwise, so be it. But, you know, stuff like that is what maybe drives people to do that. So, you know, Cox, NHL, ESPN, you know, you guys figure it all out, but uh, – you're all costing each other money and probably limiting your upside as a company in general. So, you know, I, I get it. And it's unfortunate. You see it every night on, on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, people trying to find the games. And so I, I definitely get it. Um, 
two weeks in a row, Raiders, I think, are going to make my what the Friday. I mean, freaking Baker Mayfield almost ends their ends their season. Call it what it is, right? Baker Mayfield just ends their season, which who had that on their on their Raiders bingo card on on ways to screw up a, a football season. And then now they get flexed out of a game. Like, you know, the, the Raiders here, it's just it's so it's such a Raiders thing right now. It's unfortunate because I and OK, I got to know what the Friday I'll, I'll come back to in a second here. But, you know, it's just such a Raiders thing right now. And you hope the Raiders can figure this out. I mean, they got some talent right now. But as far as their future goes, like is Josh Jacobs not going to be a Raider next year. He's going to get paid somewhere else. And Derek Carr might not be the quarterback to take the Raiders to the promised land, unfortunately. So hopefully better days are ahead. But, you know, what the Friday for uh, for the Raiders and uh, Baker Mayfield uh, just crushing their hopes and dreams and putting them on the daytime instead of uh, on the national uh, on the national feed for Sunday night. Oh yeah. No. So that flex of the Raider game screwed up a lot of things, including of the Las Vegas bowl. So the Las Vegas bowl Head was set up. for prime time on Saturday at four 30, the kickoff. And then when they flex the game, because they still, for some ungodly reason, don't know how to switch off the tray, bring that tray in of grass over the AstroTurf. It's supposed to take just 12 hours, and they can't get it straight. It takes 16, 20, 22, 20, 24 hours. In any event, now I've got to go to a bowl game at 11.30 in the morning, okay? Las Vegas Bowl kicks off at 11.30 on Saturday, and the Raiders play that stinking game on the Sunday Baker at Mayfield screwed it all up. It's so awesome. Oh, man. It so really awesome. Okay. You got, another, you got another one? Yeah, WTF. Okay, I got one but, more, so, get, so save me a okay. second, but keep going. Okay, uh, WTF, Gary Bettman said this week that the NHL has no interest in expanding the playoff field. Every other major sport, Chris, every other major sport has expanded its playoff field. If you think about things, NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball. And the league, you know, at 24 teams, had 16 teams eligible. Now they are at 32 teams, and they still have the 16. And he said, no, there's no way that we're going to um, you know, expand the field here for the playoffs, which I don't understand because it's more revenue, right? And then again, this is no wonder this league is number four. No wonder, like with, I mean, Point number five, five TV. to MLS. Okay, number six five to NASCAR. Okay, more TV money, right? Uh, more fan exposure, uh, more tickets sold, everything. I, it makes sense, only makes sense for the NHL to expand the playoffs. I don't know to how many. But WTF expand the stinking NHL playoffs. So real fast, we just saw this report come out, and Tony, you put it out there about how much money Allegiant Stadium makes. Going back to 2017, 2018, we have the Golden Knights. We know how much money they make. Trust me, I I see it as my just I just got my season ticket renewal coming up pretty soon. And we have WNBA. We have now an AHL team. We have the Aviators doing much better since they moved. We have a soccer team. You have all these sports teams. We have record-breaking revenue on the strip up and down for gambling wins and not just gambling wins, but F and B and these resort fees and all this nonsense that we're just gouging the tourists on right now. Yet our education system is still garbage. I, I can't say it any other way. And I want to put some, I want to just do some report to see where the education system was in 2017, 18, before we had all these sports coming here and where it is now. Like, Where's all the marijuana money? Where's all this money going here? And why can we not get more money towards the Clark County School District and education in general when there's so much more money than there was in this town, you know, just five, six, seven short years ago? 
What the okay, Friday, so, Nevada. Okay, so I went to those stadium authority meetings. I attended most of those. And during one of those sessions, they were talking about money earmarked for education from the hotel room tax here in Las Vegas. And one of the committee members who got booted off like shortly thereafter just started blurting out, well, the, the money that was intended to go to the schools, we actually just took it and put it into infrastructure. Like you don't just take money, right? That's earmarked for, again, education here. And this is why it's screwed up. It's, it, it's, it's because of the politicians, the money's there, take more money out of the room taxes. Who cares? Because well, it's well, not affecting you or I. That, you know, that's how we built this this stadium here that people were opposed to. And it's got nothing to do. There was more money out of the hotel room taxes, Chris, that was earmarked, especially for education here. And they just took it. And, and there was no accountability, Max Pacioretty. There was no accountability to say that money should not just be switched off. They just took it. And we never made the news, never made headlines, nothing. We'll, we'll save our predictions yeah. and stuff. We'll do those online uh, throughout the day or tomorrow before the game. But, you know, this is just part of it. But you have teachers burnt out. You have them leaving the industry. And, you know, I see this at home. I see this all over. You know, teachers, it's so tough right now. And, you know, they don't get the support. Yet all this money is coming into the city. And, yeah, so <laughs> it's a whole nother show for another time. Get us out of here, Tony. It's been a week. All right. Scarves up. Scarves up. That's all we could say. For my man, Chris Golick, I'm Tony Kardaskal. We thank you all for tuning in. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day. Back on Monday, right here on Locked On Golden Knights. Have a great one.